Yes, welcome, welcome, welcome. You could have been anywhere in the world, but you're here with we. My name is EJ, and I got my man. MH. He is the DB of the show, and we are Black in Sports, giving a voice to the culture that won't shut up and dribble. Here talking about the topics in and around the game. Uh, today, we're bringing you back inside the locker room, man. And uh, MH, man, it's around that time, man. You know, the, the, the best part of the year, you know, that we've all been waiting for, man. Let's do a little bit of a, a NFL preview, man. You ready to do this? Yes, sir. All right, man. So we've been in training camp season, man. We we got to that glorious day, you know, that that happens is where all the teams report. You know, you, you starting to it's like uh getting that that bike for Christmas and you get to get a, get on it and see what see what's going on. Um what have you kind of noticed most about training camps? Like what what's some of the things that you've kind of hearing a buzz just in general with training camps? Yeah, training camp is the best time of year. Uh, as a as a football guy, um, as a former long, 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 long time ago player, um, <laughs> long ass time ago, I, I could take my hat off and show you how long it is. We're going to talk about the, that, that. That's that's going to be for another show, the process. It's coming through. Oh, boy. Well, let's, let's stay tuned. Oh, let's stay okay. tuned. Stay September tuned 16th. September 16th. <laughs> stay tuned for this. Let's I'm changing go. the world. God serious ways but but anyway uh, <laughs> uh no it's it's you know the, the great thing about football and really the nfl especially training camp uh is everybody has expectations of being good you know what i mean i mean there's some teams have more realistic expectations of <laughs> contending for a championship but i mean everybody has that goal it's not i don't think it's just words or you know just a saying i think legitimately you don't really know what the season leads up to with injuries and all those kind of things that happen you know everybody's feeling pretty good about their team right now so and that's all the first season accusi- all season accusation yeah. i didn't even say it but yes like all of that stuff is like gearing you up right yeah i'm, I'm feeling good as everybody's fan base and <laughs> as a member of a certain fan base for a long time you feel like this is the year right so especially um, yours I, you know so, <laughs> so, um, I guess, I guess to say that uh, I, I've heard that from everybody's training camp, just kind of looking outside, looking in. Right. Um, and then I, I think another theme of the training camp that's a little different this year, or maybe it's just growing. Um, it's just kind of the preseason games versus that joint practice kind of, uh, ordeal. And it seems that, you know, more work and, more benefits from a joint practice scenario uh, is being done at a lot of different training camps opposed to what we see on preseason games uh, on TV. That's, so that's interesting. No, that's a really great point that you point Cause like a lot of teams are really, really moving or like the work that they're getting from that. Right. Because like you said, you know, I remember long, 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 long time ago, long, long time ago when I had to report for camp as well. Um, in camp, you get tired of just beating on each other. So when mm-hmm. you get to like when you bring the other team in, and you know you're not going like the scout team knows all your plays, so they're really not following keys. They just run into the spot. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. having those joint practices, they're getting a lot out of those, and it's just a little not tapered down, but just more controlled than going out and playing a preseason game. So I definitely could see them going or moving, or more teams moving more towards that. Yeah, and you can really, 
in some cases, probably show more. You can really get more into the meat of what you want to do during the season because it's not for the world to see what's going on, right? So right. It's, it's really just a, a practice oftentimes between two different, you know, organizations and they might have the film on each other uh and what they want to do and how they want to attack but they probably don't play each other during the season if they do it's later down in the season or whatever the case me but the whole world can dissect like oh this is what you want to do in certain situations and you can really focus on some of those situations in practice that it might not just show up in the preseason game for whatever reason right Uh, so is it with those practices and, and I, it just kind of dawned on me, I think maybe like two days ago or yesterday or whatever, where it was just, it seems like the joint practices are done with people you have that professional relationship with, right? For so sure. like like the Raiders just had the the Patriots in, yeah, right? And Josh McDaniels, you know what I mean? And then like, and I think we're going to get into this, but like hard knocks, you know, like the two coaches, you know, they don't play each other, but like they have that relationship. And so like, oh, sure. let's do this again next year, you know, is I think one of the sentiments he had because you know, and then on that aspect, you can probably like, hey, like you got some stuff on tape. Please don't share this ish or, you know, so it just seems like that's one of the little underlying factors that kind of came up. I think so, man. And that's a little bit plays into, uh, I guess, kind of preseason games a little bit. You know, some a lot of times it's geographically like, you know, who's kind of near you. You're going to have. So the Rams are always going to play the charge in the preseason. The Cowboys typically play the the Texas in the uh, in the preseason and um then you know I'm I'm sure the Raiders and the Patriots will have some type of preseason camp relationship from you know years to come uh just because of the two staffs uh, that kind of get together but um I don't know when you have that communication with opposite coaches I mean you're getting together and you're essentially you know practicing they call it a joint practice you're essentially practicing together hey this is how long we're going to be in this period this is how long we're going to do this Hey, my ones versus your ones, or we're gonna do ones versus your twos, or however that looks like, however they can do it. Mm-hmm. I'm sure because you have that open dialogue and communication, you could probably really get some good work and really evaluate, maybe not so much evaluate, you know, backup or starters because you kind of know who they are, but you can kind of see what's working against something others and how different personnel groups. I don't know. I love football because it's just a huge chess match. Um, and I think you can get a lot of that out of practice, especially in the in the situation where uh it's not on full display for the world to see so absolutely and then i think another trend just like if we're staying in camp and preseason so we'll use training camp and preseason kind of of like all as one it's just a lot of people aren't really in a rush to call out because there's a lot of quarterback uh fluidity going on i'll put it like that right like Mm -hmm. you know where's daniel jones in year two you know how is tua looking vanilla vic (laughs) vanilla vic how is uh tua you know looking now that he's got the cheetah down there right Mm -hmm. so and then you know baker mayfield i mean he came out and he won his right competition so there's a lot of um i think the quarterback fluidity things going you know going on right now to one because people aren't sticking with quarterbacks. Like if you ain't got to go get it together, you may be on the, on the road really quickly. And, and we've seen that with like Jared Goff and, and some of the other quarterbacks that were first round or, or, or top draft picks. And they still don't have uh, the Jordan love situation figured out in, in, the, in green Bay. So right. um, a lot of that quarterback um, fluidity is kind of a strong. I've been seeing in camp. It's, I mean, the court, I mean, you bring up, a great point about the quarterbacks. Uh, I, I don't think I've remembered in recently uh, just quarterbacks, you know, changing hands like this. But 
we're in like a a unique space with quarterbacks, which I think is a cool space where, you know, the the contracts are like topping each other and they're like on a, a, a different playing field than the rest of the, you know, positions in the NFL. Totally like different. they're making a lot. So they're they're eating up a bunch of the cap. So there they're plays, a, I'm sure, a financial, uh, you know, issue into like how quarterbacks are moving. But two, like we've we've also like are in a transition that Tom Brady always messes up like my analogies because this dude won't retire, fully retire. But, like, we're transitioning from, like, the old-ass quarterbacks, Tom Brady's, you know, the Aaron Rodgers, he's starting to, you know, Ben is gone, uh, Drew Brees is retired. So, like, that whole, like, generation of quarterback is starting to phase out until now you're, you know, it's Pat Mahomes, it's Dak Prescott, it, it's, it's you know, J Herbert. It's like a, a, another young group crop of quarterbacks are coming in so i think you're starting to see that little that change of guard so to speak so guys like we, russell wilson and oh, yeah. other people are getting shuffled a little bit so it's, it's just an interesting time for quarterbacks and we haven't even seen what uh uh sunshine's done down, is going to do down there in uh in jacksonville right like exactly because they think he could be on that herbert and you know uh what's josh um allen yep. kind of level Yep. He just went through some turmoil of what his leadership was. So it's definitely going to be be interesting. Be interesting. Mm -hmm. So speaking of interesting, um, another thing that comes because, like, you know, NFL is the number one reality TV show on TV. So they made Hard Knocks, right, which takes it up a, a, another level, man. Have you had a chance to watch Hard Knocks at all? Yeah, yeah. I, I actually love this Hard Knocks. This is my favorite one in the last few years. Really? let's go okay and like mm -hmm. it's so funny because once you watch and i think we've even had someone on the show before or maybe on the live when they talk about watching hard knocks and then like they have more love or respect for the team after they watch that mm -hmm. you definitely get that right because that i mean that's part of it right and i think the lions were a definite great pick because i love the coach um <laughs> he's he's a bit much i guess sometimes but it's yeah, like he's interesting he definitely and just watching them right lets you put you in that perspective of this is their year right <laughs> yeah it's not it's, it's, not it's definitely fans. not their year but it's not lions fans but it's gonna be better though it's gonna it may be, be better. better but it's not your year though let's let's <laughs> let's, let's, let's get that shit right off <laughs> well hey like, man everybody feels like it's their year so maybe no, nah, not it's their <laughs> to, to, to win more games than they did last year. But no, man, I, lo I love the story that they're already building for him. The comedian on the last show had me hilarious when he called uh called us Hulk Hogan. He's like, I ain't no Hulk Hogan was y'all coach. I'm that shit's hilarious because as much as he says brother though, like he does brother a lot of shit. Like <laughs> you guys, no, brother, I'm telling you, <laughs> you got no, no cheeks and two toes or some shit like that. I'm like, what is, what is he talking about? He called Hutchison. Uh, uh, big ass Justin Timberlake, strong ass backfield. <laughs> funny, that was definitely funny. But no, it yeah. looks like he does definitely has the energy, and I think a lot of the things for a football team is setting the tone, right? Like we always had a mission, like you know, yeah, championship or a division title. If you're you know high school or playoffs, I mean, um, you know, your different levels. So it's always to get to the chip, right? That's the ultimate goal. But I think him setting the foundation of that grit of who they are and Detroit versus everyone, like the narrative is great. So like a little more of a fan. So it's going to be interesting as they continue to develop the story to see who shakes out and who doesn't shake out and can't. Because, uh, you know, I think the only one that looks like they're really shining as a rookie is that linebacker kid. Um, everybody else. Uh, Rodrigo. Rodrigo. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess. Thing, by the way. At all. Uh, <laughs> what's um. Uh, 
What's interesting about there, I mean, is they got a unique staff where I don't I don't know if I've ever seen this many like Player, former, former players as coaches. And I think that's kind of what makes it dope because you know we're in that we're in that time now where we probably remember them as players, but yeah, seeing them right. as coaches, and I think we kind of know their personality a little bit. So to me, like this is what makes this uh hard knocks that much special is like I feel like it's like real like football. I always get like jitters watching it, like the meeting room where he's basically telling, "Hey, Rodrigo, go start." I don't, I don't, I don't know what you gonna do. <laughs> Rodrigo starting, and and Deuce Staley and uh, Aaron Glenn going back and forth at each other. It's just like uh, it just reminds me of this time of year. I can almost smell the grass watching them play. Like, yeah, and it's that real competition so. about like yeah. you know offense and defense, right? Like, yeah. I love you, brother, but I'm going to bust your ass between yeah. the lines. Man. So, no, man, that's – that, and it, it is giving that authentic feel. And I think it's because, like you said, the coaches were former players and they're coaching right. with that former player passion, right? Correct. So, a lot of times these coaches, they've never really been in between the lines at a higher level, you know, mm -hmm. or just a, a competitive level. So, no, man, I, I definitely like that. Yeah, it's, it's right, a man. different element. It's definitely a different element. So, definitely a little plug to HBO, R. Knox, man. They're doing a, a good thing. Really quick before we move on, though, mm -hmm. you see they're doing the clip about the end season, season. hard knocks yeah. or whatever it's called. I caught a little bit of the Colts last year. I re it really didn't like lynch on or latch on to me like hard knocks does. I don't know if it's because I already have football like this is like I'm really, really ready for football. So this is like part of that progression. But I, it, it didn't the first year and maybe it was a team. It didn't really jump off. Like, what's your feel on that? I think it was probably the team, honestly. Um, the, uh, I don't know. The Colts seem pretty dry for a lot of different reasons, but hey, it may fit their market. No disrespect to anybody in India. I spent a lot of time there. Um, <laughs> I think the Arizona Cardinal one is going to be pretty cool. I mean, I think okay. they obviously Kyler Murray. He's we've talked about him before. Yes. Uh, we've talked we about. Had, we had a we had a, a, a news breaking statement by we a, we, we have some <laughs> some blasphemous comments. In my opinion, but uh yeah, so like I think they got the right personalities for it. And I kind of like it because it's like again, I like the preparation parts of football. So it's kind of right. like that week to week. I think this last one got a little bit, and I shouldn't say this because it's kind of my line of work, but got a little bit too far into the community stuff. I'm like, yo, I just want to see the running back, you know. It's great. Like I want to see them outside of themselves, outside of person, but I also want to see them in the film room a little bit. Like I want to see them how they talk about each the next opponent. So mm -hmm. we'll see how that changes from, from this year and what access that's the part, what access does the organizations really give hard knocks yeah, that. And I think that makes that's a difference. Really the part. Too, right. Yeah. yeah. All right, man. So um, wrapping up the training camp, man, give me your thoughts about your Dallas Cowboys and uh, what you see early on in training camp. Um, what, what, what's been good. What's been bad. What's your thoughts? Yeah, first, I want to give a shout-out to the local team. I think they're going to be really good. So I'm going to get that out there right away. I think the local team is going to be really good. The Las Vegas Raiders, they're going to be really good. But the Dallas Cowboys, uh, you know, this is one of the years where I, unlike most years, where I felt really good about the Dallas Cowboys. Oh, Y'all not going to the Super Bowl this year? Yeah, I'm just – I got to I gotta watch. I got to watch. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of unsure. And it's not oh. necessarily unsure with – the players, I think they have enough necessary players with Dak Prescott, Ezekiel Elliott, 
he still has some stuff left in the tank. I can't. I'm I'm tired of the disrespect. I think he still got a lot of stuff in the part in the tank. Okay. Uh, Ceedee Lamb is, huh? Thousand yard rusher. Oh yeah. I mean that's okay. Yeah, he's ah, a thousand okay. yard guy. Okay. Um, you know, Ceedee Lamb. Lamb. I think is a real guy at the wide receiver position. I think the Cowboys are going to help make him be a you know a real guy. Yeah, he snatched um, the phone out of his girl's hand like a real guy. So God, that's that's a real that's a real that's guy. Classic. Real boy. <laughs> um, but I, I just think I, I don't know if, how I really feel about Mike McCarthy. Not necessarily like him. Yeah, I just his game management probably needs look maybe adjusted this year. And seventeen know, penalties in the preseason. Yeah, yeah I don't I don't know about that. And and boy wonder Kellen Moore. I you know I love he's he got some real nice Madden plays, but I just he just needs to get the ball to the necessary people. So for those couple reasons, I'm a little um. A little hesitant, but then I look at that defense. Okay, there we go. That's all I was waiting for now. And I think that defense is the real deal. I think that, you know, led by Micah Parsons, Beast. who I think uh, is going to go to another level uh, this year, like, you know, best player in football type level this year. Um, they is still got Aaron Donald stop playing, or is Aaron Donald nah, still, still out playing? there, but, you know, we're oh, going to okay. Oh, okay. Martin. I, here, and here, here, here's the reason why. Cowboy, uh, here's, here, here's the reason why. Uh, Doris Armstrong is is a good defensive end, and you know he's solid. And Demarcus Lawrence, he can still play really good. And they got Dante Fowler, he's he's good. And they got a new rookie. Speaking of guys to watch, Sam Williams, he's going to be a really good you know speed guy. But the reason why I think Micah Parsons is going to go to that next level is because of pickup like Anthony Barr. So they picked up Anthony Barr recently former Minnesota Viking, I think he's going to be a solid player for them, and it's going to let Micah Parsons probably do what he does best, and that's rush the quarterback. Uh, he's got that Von Miller, Derek Thomas. Um, he has that kind of impact on the game, and I think if you let him do that more, uh, it, it's going to be a problem. So um, we're going to see – if he's a rookie of the year, defensive rookie of the year, I think there's going to be another level to what we see. He might be – defensive player of the year at the end of this season. So that defense, I really believe, is going to uh, propel the Cowboys into a, uh, into a real deep playoff run. I'm not going to say Super Bowl yet, but I think they're going to get past the first round. We'll put it that way. Past the first, past the Romo round. Okay. Uh, don't disrespect Romo. Let's not disrespect <laughs> Romo. All right. So, um, okay. I mean, a nice uh, assessment. Um, I definitely believe. I, I definitely believe in that. Okay. Yeah. Now we gotta go to the AFC and uh, them them terrible somethings. What what's what's going on over there? You said terrible towels, right? That's that's I said what terrible somethings. That's what yeah, I said. Ter ter terrible towels. <laughs> Where's mine? At? I know I got one close. Well, anyway, um, you know, I I, I think you know as strongly as I do like to speak on um, you know, our championship winning team, um. Yeah, a lot of changes. I think you mentioned early on. Uh, we 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 lost uh, a perennial a Hall of Famer and Ben Roethlisberger. Um, you know, and you know, there's been some thoughts about maybe some decline and all of that stuff. And I'm not gonna get into that. We still have our um, winning winning coach, right? So he's one of the winningest coaches in his kind of tenure. Never had a losing season. And I think if you have that as your baseline, you can only build from there. All right. Okay. Um, we we have two head coaches. I mean, you're bringing the, the the power of Brian Flores into that mix of things. So I think I just think that just adds to 
you know, that coaching, right? Because sometimes in the games, people are getting out coached. We'll start with the offense because I don't want to spend too much time on it because it, it hurts my heart, man. Let's start with that offensive line. The offensive line is fucking trash. And like, we need to figure out what we're going to do as far as offensive line, especially if we're going to protect a rookie quarterback. So that's um, the real. Are you not letting Trubisky ride? Yeah, I got to let Trubisky get out there. Uh, I, and that, that's where you go back and forth, right? So do you let Trubisky, um, you know, get out there? and see ghost and like you know worry about what the hell's going on out there um you know where trubisky is he is um you know a starting quarterback in the league he's a veteran so maybe you do let him go out there until you get the line stuff situated um with a, and just heavy run game we have one of the best running backs in the game you know he can out the backfield great hands so from that standpoint and we are like you know how some colleges or whatever call themselves DBU or, you know, linebacker central or O-line. We do a great job re recruiting wide receivers. So I think our offense will be decent. It just depends on what they scheme around, whether it is Mitchell or we have, you know, Pickett come in, in, in the game. Pickett's been looking good, um, you know, in preseason. But then again, like, it's a lot different, you know, when you have uh, Parsons or Aaron Donald or whoever <laughs> coming after you uh with reckless abandon so um our division is really uh really tough division you know so we don't have it easy like some um people in the nfc uh that play a really 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 weak schedule uh, so, anyway um <laughs> the eagles couldn't beat anybody in our division by the way mm, i don't know yeah. that's debatable what who maybe the know. maybe the browns on a bad day and maybe them terribles. <laughs> That's two things in that division. Anyway, moving on. Let's move to the defensive side of the ball because, like, I am definitely in a hold-my-breath kind of um, situation here with the Steelers because we have such a hard division um, that we beat ourselves up with before we even get any, you know, go go outside the division. Um, you know, we're we're bringing back, you know, one of the best pass rushers in the game. You know, we got – the Watt brother in there till TJ holds it down. Um, you know, sack leader, like that's still happening. Linebacker core is getting better. You still have uh, Mika Fitzpatrick back there. So defense is, is okay. You know what I mean? So I think it's just going to be comparable enough. It's just one of those wait and see years. Um, I believe in Tomlin and Tomlin we trust. So I, I think with good coaching um, and we got some of the key places and areas, I think you can scheme around a lot of the other stuff. So, so we'll see, man. I mean, scheming around a quarterback going to be tough, but, you know. Well, we got we got a quarterback. We got Mitch Trubisky and we got Kitty Pickett. So mm. we'll figure it out. We'll definitely figure it out. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> you need to start with that, that tone in your voice with that. <laughs> All right, man. So moving on. What is a like a big storyline or just something that's just like you're looking out for the season or, or or stuff that's been talked about the preseason that um that you're kind of looking out for that you'll be that you're going to be surprised or just watching? Uh, a couple of things. I think one that you you mentioned and we've talked about is the quarterbacks. Um, you know, Russell Wilson's in a new spot. Uh, we don't know what's going on. I mean, we know what's going on in Cleveland, but what what do they do? Um, you know, J you know, Jalen Hurst got some players and weapons around them. People don't don't really think he's gonna hold up. 
how does Tua hold up? Like, so obviously, like, I think the quarterback uh, talk is is interesting, and um, I, I will say that. And then uh, how the Buffalo Bills come back from the way they lost. Um, you know, they they you know that game that they lost to the Chiefs, one of the best football games I've seen in in the AFC Championship, and like uh, two like amazing quarterbacks playing at at the highest level. Uh, you know, how do they rebound from that? Is this like, hey, this is a next step to the they could finally get to the Super Bowl, or you know, does Kansas City you know kind of hold their spot? How do they do with to me? Their best player plays in Miami now. How, how does Kansas City adjust? Adjust. Um, and then like all the other movement of you know top tier wide receivers. Uh, you know, we always call wide receivers kind of like uh divas, so to speak. Uh, but they change the game. Um, and they can change it in really quick, fast, and hurry. So, you know, you got one of the best receivers in football, Devontae Adams. Uh, you know, is here locally, and then Tyree Kill, we see that's in in uh Miami and yep. You know, uh, even Amari uh, Cooper <laughs> don't like playing in the cold, but in Cleveland. So, like, <laughs> like how do how do the receivers, you know, um, how do they adjust to their new areas and, you know, what's going on there? I'm really excited uh, to see because the game has changed so much and where it's almost an advantage for the quarterbacks and receivers uh, on any given play. Right. Um, you know, I think they could really change the game and, and change teams' fortunes pretty quickly. So we'll see how how they go. Nice. All right, man. So wrapping it up, Super Bowl predictions, man. Just uh give me give me the, the two teams that, that you say is gonna be set in Arizona, Phoenix, Arizona this year at was it State Farm Stadium this year? Where, where who are your two teams in there? Two teams I'm gonna go with. It's gonna be a surprise. Hey, on both of them. Uh I think the trend continues for home teams playing in the Super Bowl. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I think uh I think the Cardinals could be a real deal. The only parts that I worry about the Cardinals, I don't think they got a really uh, I don't think they have a running back that can mm-hmm. r- like really set this the table for them. So Connor's um, not doing it for you? Uh I mean he's good, but I don't okay. you know, I, I don't know if he's that game changer of a guy. I would love I would love to see a different running back with them. Um, and I don't know if they really can hold up inside defensive tackle wise. I don't know who their defensive tackles are, but I think that's important uh, in that division and the way they play. Mm-hmm. Um, so if they can shore that up and they can stay healthy, I think they got a lot of good weapons. I'm, that's just my surprise pick. I just think the Cardinals, um, maybe the team at the NFC, and then in the AFC, um, I think Buffalo is really, really, really good. I think Josh Allen is really good, uh, but I'm gonna go with the home team. I think the Las Vegas Raiders are going to be in the Super Bowl. So my my prediction this year is Arizona Cardinals and Las Vegas Raiders in the Super Bowl. There you go. I like that. Well, more for the home team. Um, Surprise and continue to trend because, like you said, um, it was funny. I was talking to uh, someone today, and they were like, well, hopefully uh, Arizona uh, season ticket holder. And it's like, man, we want to keep the trend going. So nice. I like that. Well played. Um, my two teams was I thought where you were going is I, I'm going to start with the AFCs. I, I think the Bills, um, you know, they've been progressing. Bills Mafia, you know, that energy. And I think it's if they can continue to click right and injuries is always a big part of all of that, all of this, right, staying healthy. But I just think um, Josh still has a chip on his shoulder. Um, like you said, how he played that shootout 
you know, like if he would have had the ball last, all of that stuff goes into it. Yep. Um, I don't really see them taking a step back. I think they're they're reloaded and, and ready to go. And then um, I think it's going to be the old vet, right? Like I think TB, Tom Brady and Tampa Bay. You shake your head, but like, um, you know, Tom, Tom, he he defies a lot of stuff. And I think that him, he didn't come back for nothing. And uh, they're, they're going to have to rock, work with the Rocky coaching change and all of that stuff that they that he still had to deal with with the uh, Arians. You know, they had like some battles with the coaching situation, but they figured it, they figured it out. Um, and, and they have a collaborative kind of work work environment for that. So, yeah, man, I'm going with the Bills versus Tampa Bay, man. Mm. Mm. Yeah, old generation versus new generation, and then see yeah. see, see if Tom can can take it again. When is this old just going to be old? It has to come <laughs> at some point. <laughs> it just has to. So it has well, it has to, but uh, to this point, man, it, it hasn't. Yeah. So so yeah. we'll ride with it, man. Okay. All right. Any final thoughts, man? Nah, um, football's here, man. It's exciting, football so. is here. Well, hey, thank you all, for people, for listening, man. We uh we do this, drop a new show every Thursday, man. So we please appreciate if you subscribe uh, on the YouTube channel or anywhere you listen to podcasts. Uh, please know the visual representation matters. Stay safe, practice gratitude, and know we're rooting for you. Screaming, all us blacks got a sports and entertainment until we even... Assuming you're rooting for everybody that's black. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Assuming I'm rooting for everybody that's black. Yeah. 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 Look. Assuming I'm rooting for everybody that's black. Spap out to racks on handmade new rags. Assuming I'm rooting for everybody that's black. That's everybody from sports to college class to rap and back.